Hello. Hello. Yeah, you say now. Um, what episode is this? 21. 21. 21? 21. 21. <laughs> Can you do some for Oh, me? I was gonna say, what's... Oh. 21 Savage. Oh, I'm gonna go to have a concert. What is yes. it? What's 10 plus 9? Yeah, 21. 21. Yeah, um, we're gonna go see. But... 20 e uno. 21. But last night, he didn't go to the concert. 21 yeah. Savage didn't go, so they brought out J. Cole instead. Which, oh, honestly, which I, rather I would prefer. I would rather J. Cole. I would rather I would prefer. Yeah. Yeah, but it's fine. Coming I didn't let you know. They moved it to eight, right? Yeah. I got some email. I know. I got the email. I was like... Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if y'all got the email. Because yeah, I didn't get the email. I have oh. the ticket. Well, I probably got the email, but I deleted it. Okay. I don't need more fucking ticketing emails. Very, very fair. Sorry, wives. But it, right. by our raspily voices, it's early in the morning this time. Yeah. And it's Saturday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. 10 a.m. We're doing great. We're doing great. We're drinking our... Mimosas. Oh, Mo- cocktail mocktail of the week. Yeah, cocktail mocktail of the week. Um, we've got our cocktail. Jody's got her mocktail. And have you tried it yet? No. Okay, are we all going to take a okay. sip? Okay. okay. Go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yummy. I like that orange juice. It's actually a pretty good mixture. Okay. I did like a sparkling apple cider since I'm not drinking mm-hmm. this month as well with the orange juice. I'm a little nervous. I didn't think it was a good, going to be it, yeah. but it's good. It's probably yeah. like fruity. It's very fruity. Yeah, love that. Very summery. Did you miss? No, I like this. It's, it's good. good. This champagne is so good. Mm-hmm. It's Moscato. Gemma di Luna. Yeah, it's a Moscato, but they have it at Trader Joe's. It's so good. I bought it because the bottle was like Tiffany blue, mm-hmm. but it's a good mm-hmm. champagne. I love Moscatos. Yeah. Yummy. 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 So that was nice. A lot of people are still like on vacation and everything. Um, we're still signing people. Um, it's crazy like how many emails I get. We actually signed um, a coach mm-hmm. who coached with the Caps for years. Oh, he was cool. an assistant. Yeah. And he's, my dad loves him. I forget his name. Um, let me look it up. But that was really exciting. Um, we keep getting more people, like I said. We had 10 new people start, which was like, Really cool because I mentioned last week um, the inside sales program started. So there's three girls which I'm really excited about. Um, the coach is Blaine Forsyth. So nice. he, what's cool about him is he started at the Caps in like a video role and then he moved all the way up to assistant coach. So he's a cool guy. Um, so we signed him, and yeah, people are just busy. We're working on all of our packages and pricing and everything. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. I saw the movie Elemental, which was really cool. Um, I loved it. I'm probably going to see it again because it was so cool. And 
and um, I got some stuff from Amazon Prime Day. I ordered these pool floaties, and I can't blow them up. It takes so long, <laughs> so I'm trying to do that, and got my nails done, and yeah, just a solid week. It's really hot this week, um, embracing the heat, but not embracing it. It's shower twice a day season, I always say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> can't complain. Happy thoughts. Still writing in my manifest journal. Nice. Becca. Um, okay, um, this week was good, uh, really busy at work, we have a bunch of stuff we're doing in preparation for the season starting, so, um, planning some stuff around training camp and before the season and, um, the game day up internship program, working on that, so, a little busy, but it's okay, um, all positive things, so excited for the season to get started and get rocking and rolling. Um, I played soccer, I think, I don't know, I think it was our last game. Okay, well, Becca, I want to go to a game, so I need well, to know. I actually got a text message to be invited for a Friday team now. Perfect. To be on another one. That, that, that works better. Like, for all of our schedules. Fridays <laughs> But I'm trying to decide if I wanted, it started yesterday, so he was, he texted me in the morning, and was like, hey, like. So you missed the first game? I missed the first game. And I was like, well, I can't make it tonight. Like, I'm sorry. And he was like, okay, what about the rest of the week? So, or the rest of the time. So, I don't know. I need to double check my calendar because, like... Oh, uh, it's summer. It's summer, but, like, training camp's going to start. We're going to start having a lot of events. Well, the first game's on Friday, right? Yeah, the first on the home preseason yeah. game. So, I'm like, I, I don't know if I can dedicate every Friday yeah. for the next eight weeks. I was just asking if they have, like, subs. Uh, yeah. Because your last team didn't have subs. So you have to be there. Anyway. So, yeah, I need to look into that, but potentially still playing soccer. And also I was thinking about maybe even just, like, joining another league on, like, Wednesdays, but that's not in Glendale. That's closer to me. Um, maybe, like, a Chandler League or even a Gilbert League or something. So might look into that. Um, I didn't order anything on Prime Day. I was going to be in the running for this fucking TV, and they didn't give it to me. I didn't get the invitation, so that was annoying, but it's fine. Um, but I did buy a bunch of books, so trying to get back in my reading game. So those are all coming. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much. I feel like that's pretty much been my week. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jody? Um, I feel like the majority of it is just prep for training camp in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, there a little bit of mess and mess in between, but really just. Trying to wrap my head around everything training camp, first time, so hoping to get a lot of different comms activations in place up and running, trying my best to plan for that and get ready for the season. I think outside of work, what did I do? Nothing too crazy. Yeah, I didn't really do anything outside of work. I'm going to have my nails done today, it's afternoon. There you go. Oh, that's exciting. Um, and stuff, and then, yeah, game night tonight. Uh, but yeah, nothing too exciting getting start school next month. Yay, school! Yeah, that's crazy. Back for that. Um, I'm on my no alcohol, did well so far. I even went to a whole bar yesterday, multiple bars. Nice. And they tried to convince me, and I didn't let them. Nice. So, good job. Stood my ground. Today will be tough because now there'll be more people who are actively even telling me ahead of time that they will 
try to pre-pressure it today, but nope, standing my ground, I got six months before, I can go a month. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, totally fine there, but yeah, I think I have some friends in town, so I might try to catch up with them uh, this weekend, Tucson's here, um, yeah, that's about it. I feel like there's so many noises happening. Sorry, it's like quite the day. Like the early morning. That's the AC like turning off. So sometimes if it's like bumping, like it's going crazy, it takes a second to cool down. That's okay. Now there's no noises. Now there's no noises. We need the grasshoppers to keep it to freaking together. But sorry to the fans. (laughs) (laughs) Lou, do you get the pun? Fans. Oh no, (laughs) wasn't on purpose. I love puns. Okay, nice. Okay, so today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. <laughs> um, <laughs> the giggle. <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like you start without giving like a countdown. And imposter. And we're going. I-M-P-O-S-T-E-R. Wow, you did that really fast. No, I-M-P-O-S-T-E-R. Good job. That was right. No, that was fast. Can you do that with syndrome? A scientiorami. Can you do that with another word? Like, I don't know, like. Uh, um, what's like a big word? Don't say super phallic capsulistic. That's the word. <laughs> First of all, um, encyclopedia. I don't know if I know how to spell that. E N C O L O Y P E D I A. Anyway, um, this is not a spelling bee. It doesn't matter. Sorry. Okay, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. So I looked up the definition. Okay. And it says imposter syndrome is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally despite being high performing in external objective ways. That's my everyday life. Yeah. So. Okay, because. Thoughts? Yeah, fine. Oh, I have no idea. I feel like, you know, like kind of what we were talking about a little bit last week when you're like, oh, you know, what's on the goals and like what's on the computer, like trying to figure out what's on the computer. Mm-hmm. I feel like I go through every single day. I have no idea. I cannot tell you what I did. I have no idea what I did. Um, I feel so behind mm-hmm. in just, like, figuring things out and stuff like that. And, you know, it's part, part of it all, there's parts of, like, you know, when you add in the aspect of, like, this was never, being in sports was never a goal of mine. Like, my dad's, I think I mentioned it before, my dad will call me in the mornings and be like, did you get fired today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> PJ, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're still there? They still want you? I'm like, I know, why? I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and so I get, like, so confused, but then I'll leave the office, and Bill will sing my praise. He's mm-hmm. like, you did amazing. This person loves you. This person loves you. This went well. This went, And I'm like, I, I don't know what I did. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I, like, you know, pressed the button, and then the day was over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the type of thing. Love like, me. Some fair. days are really like that. <clears throat> yeah. And stuff. And so, I don't know, I think sometimes, like, especially, like, every day I go through this, like, I walk through those doors, um, and I'm like, wow, I cannot believe, like, this is my life now. And also, too, like, when I sit back and reflect on, like, stuff prior to sports coming into here, like, I've, I've struggled. Mm-hmm. I've had, like, some really rough, rough moments in my life coming up to this moment of, like, I remember the time where... I always thought, like, okay, this my life is going to go two ways. I'm going to end up homeless, mm-hmm. <laughs> or we're going to figure it out. Like, when I moved to Boston, I only moved with $300 in my pocket. Mm-hmm. No job, mm-hmm. nowhere to stay. I just took a 27-hour train ride in the middle of the night, and I'm just like, I'm moving to Boston. Had one suitcase, had no plan the whole time. So I was like, when I got there, I'm like, I'm either going to be living on the streets, 
because I have no apartment, nowhere to live at the time, or we're going to figure it out. And um, I remember, like, how I got my job at MIT was just, like, I sat outside of Google because I really wanted to work for Google. And I mm-hmm. sat outside of Google every day for lunch and tried to, like, network with people at this, like, vegan spot called Clover. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not a good vegan spot. <laughs> First off, I think I might have liked it better if it gave me the heads up that it was vegan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she just did an aggressive I didn't, I didn't even know it was vegan, so I'm expecting other things, yeah. and I was disappointed. You take a bite, you're like, what the fuck is this? Exactly. I was, I was, I was like, pretty disappointed into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I ended up, like, meeting this, my one, a former boss of mine under, over there, mm-hmm. and that's how I got into MIT and stuff. But I remember, like, going to the struggles of there, like... You know, my roommate and I struggling to even just pay rent because I think when I was at MIT, I was doing like in the 30Ks, mm-hmm. um, like the low 30s a year and stuff like that. And Boston's expensive. And so it's cool to kind of, you know, reflect on some of the stuff I've been through when I was living out east and then coming out here and seeing like, yeah, there's struggles, but like a drastic difference from before mm-hmm. um, that I just never saw myself in. And then saying like, I never, I, it was hard for me to picture myself kind of being able to live life I live now and now be in the work environment that I am now, rub shoulders with the people I rub shoulders with now and all these things that I'm just like, there's people who study their whole life to be where I am. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just got lucky, like, I, you know. Yeah. And then now I'm here and I'm doing something that, like, other people still wish they could get to that could be my same age who still haven't been able to be put in the same doors that I have mm-hmm. and I'm just like do 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 yeah I just walked on in yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm here yeah. <laughs> and so it's like sometimes that feeling of like not belonging and then on top of that being like my the only female on my team mm-hmm. um it's just like that's also kind of like I they have the guys have a bond that I don't know not knowing much about sports outside of maybe the Cardinals a little bit about football can't really like contribute to conversations. So I kind of just stay in my headphones all day and in my matrix, and I don't know. So I kind of just feel like I just don't belong. Yeah. And things. Uh, I'm happy to be here, but yeah, but I struggle with that all the time. Like, of, should I be here? Am I good enough to be here? That sort of stuff. Yeah, you are. You should. Mm-hmm. So just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a really normal feeling. Like, um. Like, when I was in my employee review or whatever, um, in every, there was, like, four sections based on, like, different things, and in every section, my boss was, like, because you had to, like, rate yourself, and then you had to write, like, a little, like, a snippet, and he was, like, in every one, he was, like, I think you sold yourself short here. Mm -hmm. I think you sold yourself short here, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm, like, and then my, like, boss boss at the end was, like, you know, we hired you, like, for a reason. Yeah. Like, if we didn't think you were capable of doing something, you wouldn't be here. And I think that's something that's, like, really hard to remember sometimes. It's, like, yeah, there's probably people in my role that were, like, way more qualified than me, too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's, like, I remember when I, like, applied for the GA, like, at ASU. Corbin had told me, like, years later, he was, like, I hired you because I liked your personality. And I knew I could teach you stuff. And hire you because you had experience. I know you had no experience. So sometimes I just think it's like you just gotta like give yourself grace. Like it like I still don't know what the fuck's going on. But it's one of those things where it's like if you're supposed to be in a space, you're in a space for a reason and there's people like Bill, right, who like respect you and like want that like to happen for you, but it is kind of humbling sometimes when you're like literally like <laughs> What, like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't know. It's just so silly. And then I could sit there and I, like, laugh about it. And then, like, this is, like, not... Like, there's way bigger problems than this. Like, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. But it's very... It's... it's I just laugh about it because I'm like, holy shit, like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. It's like, I... It's like, in college, I lived in a, a house with all of my teammates. And one of my ex-boyfriends, he always used to say that we reminded him of, like, little kids, like, playing house because we were, like, trying to adult and we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And something would break in the house and we'd be like, it's fine. Like, like it'll be great. Yeah. It'll get fixed. And it'll he's like, fixed. no one's going to fix it. I'm like, it'll get fixed. Like, somehow it'll be fixed. Okay. Yeah, like, somehow it'll just work out. Yeah. So I, I just think, think it's kind of, like, oh, yeah. it's just kind of funny. Because I, I think that's, like, a natural thing to feel when you're, like, starting your career. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think also, especially as, like, women, like, I, uh, there's, like, women generally, and then there's Rebecca Rose Childress, and Rebecca Rose Childress does not take criticism well, like, not in any way, shape, or form, and, but I also, like, value criticism, it's really, it's a terrible cycle, but anyways, like, I will sit there in my performance review and be told, you know, you're doing a great job, like, everything is good, like, Whatever, whatever. Like, singing my praise, same thing that you both have said. But then I'll get, like, but... Like, I'm a very passionate person, and I'm not very good at keeping my mouth shut when I should keep my mouth shut. And so I'll be told, like, you need to work on, like, meaningful communication. Or, like, you know, think before you say things, or, like, stuff like that. And I'm like, now everything I do, I'm like, well, I can't talk. Well, now I can't do anything. Well, <laughs> everything I say is shit. And it's not, that's not what they were trying to say at all. And, like, I know that I am <laughs> a big mouth. Like, I will say whatever comes to my mind. I'm well aware of that. But there is a time and a place. And, like, for me, I can't take criticism well, but that's the only thing I focus on. So, like, criticism? even if, Yeah. So, even if people are, like, every single day telling me, you're doing so good, you're, you know, whatever, uh, whatever... Yeah. The one time they give me criticism in a month, I'm like, well, I'm shit at my job. Well, I shouldn't be here. I'm doing terrible. Everything's terrible. So that's me as a person, and I should work on that. But anyways, women, I feel like generally, like, we don't, we're not, like, like I feel like men will walk into a room and be like, I'm the best person in the world. Um, I'm good at my job. Like, let me tell you what I did for you today. Like, let me tell you how I made your job easier, boss. And women are more, like put their heads down and actually do the work we don't feel the need to like boast about it yeah but then that just keeps creating this cycle of like the men are probably getting more raises because they're hearing about like the bosses are hearing about the work that they're doing so then as a woman like you're like okay well I've been doing all this hard work why is Joe Schmo getting a fucking promotion and I'm not getting a promotion And then you feel more like an imposter because you're like, okay, clearly I'm not doing a good job or whatever I'm doing isn't whatever, but it's just because we're not, like, vocalizing it. And I don't know. I feel like that plays into... That's an interesting perspective, yeah. My imposter system, at least, a little bit. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I agree with that. I feel like, especially in sports, like... Because there are so many men in comparison to, like, the amount of women. Like, I can see how that would be an issue and how that could be, like, that could make you feel some type of way. But I also feel like the loud, like, there's this quote. It's, like, the loudest person in the room is, like, 
Yeah, something like That's that. That's Tyler the Creator, baby. Is it? Yeah. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's probably actually a but, quote. Yeah, but it, but it's some, that concept of, like, if you know you're good, or if you know you're doing your job, like, you don't need the constant reminder and the constant, like, uplifting comment, yeah. I guess. So, yeah. like, I guess that's the counter to that. But I need but the criticism. I'm, 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 like, I'm literally sitting here waiting for the day. That you tell me I did something wrong besides misspelled a word. That's the mm-hmm. only criticism I have ever got is misspelling. Okay, I need to work on learning how to spell. But spell? What can really you spell? Hard, bro. Was it like a team? No, I mean, it's just I'm not a copywriter, okay? So I like write things really fast. Yeah. Type oh, things. just like and a typo. Then, yeah, so oh. just like typo type of stuff. Okay. I spelled Pittsburgh so, wrong ugh. on an event. <laughs> and it's funny because that's like the, my least favorite team. So my boss said I did it on purpose. But that's really type of. I wrote Pittsburgh. Funny story. There was like when I first started, I think it was like probably like within my first month, mm-hmm. there was something out in the universe um, in regards to like Saquon Barkley. Yes. King. Okay. At this point, I had no clue who the heck Saquon Barkley was, okay? Okay. So it was under the impression that like any like outbound communications like it was it would come through me. So somebody like had wrote into the Cardinals and was like, "You guys, blah blah blah, and you can't even spell like Saquon's name right, yeah. blah blah blah." Okay, so this crosses my desk. I had like loads of people like, "How do you misspell this person's name?" Blah blah, and I'm sitting here like, first off. Saquon is not a common first name. It's, it's not. Also, let's start. We can start with that. I On top of that, C-Q-U-R. I was like one hundred percent sure I did not write this. Okay, if I don't yeah. can't write you a story of Kyler Murray, why the hell am I writing about Saquon Barkley in the New York Jets? Yes, yeah, none of your I, it's not. I can't even tell job. you about our own team. I ain't telling you about no other team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was one hundred percent sure this was not me. Like, no, I'm like, I'm looking at this. Was not me. At the end of the day, it wasn't me. Oh, no. It was you? No, no it was not Because Jody doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> I'll make mistakes to our team, not other team. Because yeah. I'm not talking about the other well, people. Well, yeah, why would you? It's, yeah. not, it's, it's not related to you. No, but they yeah. thought because it was out, it was outward Coming speaking. out. Okay, yeah. So people from the outside was able to see it. Oh. And so I do a lot of outward-facing communications. Oh. So they thought it was something that was, like, on my end. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had never in my life wrote a single thing about the Saquon Barkley. I didn't even know who he played for. I didn't yeah. know who he was, what he looked like. At that time, I was like... But, but he's actually kind of cute. He's but so cute. cute. I said, do yourself a favor and look him up. I know, goddamn. When the whole Woo, thing came shit. up, when the whole thing came up, I was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. But now, I, it's so funny because now anytime his name comes up, I cringe because that was such a traumatizing point in my life because it was like, it went so high up. Did yeah. you ever figure out who did it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Just wondering. Um, just for context, um, for those who aren't sports fans, because I know like, my friends, like Pyle's probably listening, oh, and she's like, I couldn't tell you one. Give one a little thing. synopsis. A little synopsis on Saquon Barkley. Um, he is a football player, uh, football running back to be exact, and he plays for the New York Giants. Yeah, and he went to Penn State, I think. I believe so. Um, I could go to uh, he, he was really good in college. Um, then he got injured, I think, when he first started in the league. I think he's back and he's okay now. Yeah. Um, but... The only reason I know who he is is because he's hot as fuck. Yeah, he's really attractive. And he is a dog. 
on and off the field. And the only reason why I know <laughs> who right. he is he is going to Penn State. Yeah. Because all these people came at me yeah. about misspelling this guy's damn name. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So say like, quiet if I ever meet you, just so you know. I'm not exactly don't Her hand's on her hip. Her hand is on her hip. And the grandma stands like, oh, mm. I automatically like, I cringe every time I hear his name because that was such a traumatizing first week. It was your so, first week? That was my first month. And it, went, it was like pretty high up. Like yeah, it yeah. ran up in leadership. So like I had some pretty high up leadership like, why did you misspell this guy's name? I'm like, uh, uh, uh. You're like, I didn't? Why are you like, what? Like, I don't know who it is. That's so funny. Well, more on the story, Jody did nothing wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, but, you see, but that's my only, like, criticism that I get is that, like, you know, typos and stuff like that, which, yes, I can do. I need to find that proofreading. I 100% agree with that. I'm trying my best, like, yeah. you know, to improve on that. But I, I personally feel like there's other things that I need to improve on. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, I know, like, even I can tell myself, like, okay, like, we talked about goals. Mm-hmm. I can tell myself, like, these are the things that, like, I need to do better at and like my goals for next season kind of need to improve I know like where my improvements are but then you know those are internal looking in like I'm mm-hmm. always, I'm definitely focused on my own girl my own goals but I'm sure like there's other things that goes down oh, for like, sure. I'm not like I know I'm not perfect mm-hmm. and I that's my one thing that I am one of those people that I can I feel like I'm very realistic I'll boast when I know I'm good at something if I'm good at something like I can do this I'll definitely like hype myself up but if I'm bad at something I'm also gonna let y'all know real quick I'm not good at this like bowl, we were supposed to go mini golfing yesterday me and my friend I suck at mini golfing and I'm 100% okay saying that I suck at mini golfing mm-hmm. but I'm gonna fucking go I love mini golfing mm-hmm. or I can be like hey I'm good at this and I 100% will say what I'm good at what I'm not good at and whatever and I, it's just like me being realistic and so I think right now I feel like I'm in an unrealistic space because everyone keeps on saying like you're doing great, you're doing great. I'm like, there's something missing. So I'm just waiting for the day that, like, mm-hmm. the one day I'm probably going to take it so well. I'm be so happy. I'll probably run down to you be back. Like, look, I'm yeah. bad at this. And I'm going to be like, okay. I failed. I would have cried, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are kind of opposite, huh? Yeah. That's kind of but funny. I think also part of it is, like, I don't, and I only recently, like, heard this, like, idea or concept of, like, it means a lot on how you receive feedback. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't receive verbal feedback very well. Like, if you just sit there and say, good job, you're doing a good job, I liked your work product, that has no, like, emotional tie to me. Like, I'm like, thanks. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just words to me. Yeah. Like, I'm more of an action-based person. So, like, if someone goes out of their way, like, someone from a different department comes up, and, like, sends me an email or something, and it's, like, I really appreciate all you did on this. That's going to have way more of, like, an emotional trigger for me as, like, feedback. Like, I'm going to oh, thank you so much. Like, yeah, I don't know. And yeah. I think part of that is, like, understanding or, like, communicating with your boss or something and being, like, hey, I understand you're trying to, like, positive reinforce me of, like, good job. Like, you don't want to not say good job, but... That really has no impact on me. Like, I need you to show it to me in a different way. Or, yeah. like, I need to receive it in a different way. So maybe you need to just be like, Bill, while I love the good job all the time, that's great. But you're like, the way that I receive feedback is I need you to say, this was good. Let's yeah. find a way to make it better. Yes. And, like, constructive feedback or, like, constructive criticism might be how you actually take 
positive feedback or like positive reinforcement mm-hmm. and you might just need that I think so yeah I think you hit the nail thank you ding ding ding, like ding life ding. realizations yeah life realizations but I'll let y'all know how that conversation goes <laughs> yeah that's love funny. that but no like my boss like Tina and Shando write me handwritten notes sometimes like I'll get little notes and I love that like that I'm like okay I'll keep that I love the like tangible mm-hmm. item like not gifts I don't need you to buy me, like, you know, a gift card or something, but, like, tangible. You took time out of your day to do that, whereas, like, good job feels less, like, emotional, less caring. But there might be some people who, like, verbal, that's all they need. They just need someone to say good job, and then they're like, all right, I guess I'm doing a good job. Moving on. But, I don't know. Hmm. Just something to assess. No, I agree with that. What sticks and what doesn't? No, I definitely agree with that. In my head, it was funny when you're talking about that. The first thing that comes up to my head is, like, love languages. I was going to say words of affirmation. Yeah, like, the whole love languages thing. And even stuff, like, when I go through, like, my dating life Mm -hmm. and things. And we're trying to, like, navigate our communication styles right now. Yeah. Um, And, like, those are, like, conversations I was having up. So fashion mind yeah. that was my that was yeah. my outside of life yeah. but this see that's funny because I never fighting thought, on communication <laughs> I never thought to tie those two together ever and no, now that I'm thinking about it words of affirmation words of affirmation I don't care about yeah you don't yeah. care I need actions words of affirmation is like high for me yeah gift giving is my number one but it's a, like kind of like what you were talking about not like I need like a flower or like a mm-hmm. whole like gift card or whatever but like the idea of even just like the tangible like yeah. note yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have a, it's funny, I'm, as an email marketer, I have a thing for emails. One of my ex-boyfriends, he used to, like, with us having a bad day, mm-hmm. he would send me an email. That's and that would just, like, make my entire life because mm-hmm. I fucking love emails. <laughs> like, that's so that's funny. So cute. Yeah, I think yeah. I want to retake mine because I haven't taken it in so long. But yeah, it's been a minute. My number one is quality time. I love time. Yeah. Which is, I know you guys I don't. Like <laughs> I know. I love, I love quality time. <laughs> And I love words of affirmation, and I love physical touch. And those are my bottom three. I know. <laughs> those are my bottom three. I know, and, and I think like it's funny. I think it's funny because, like, because we're so different. Yeah. And then, I don't know. But we spend all of our time together. We spend all of our yeah. time together, but then also when I, like, oh, like, he did this, you're, like, literally cringe. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Katie, the other day, she told me, he said, I can't remember what it, it was. No, something. I said that was a cringe. No, you did, but oh. it was funny because you were like, okay, this is going to make you cringe, but he said like something about a cuddle, and I was like, what? Ew. <laughs> Gross. Don't touch me. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm a lover girl. I'm a hopeless romantic, she so is. I love that shit. But no, I think it is funny because it does relate to like work culture. Yeah. Like for me, like I like, I'm not super... Like, I, I feel like I handle criticism well. I haven't, like, I'm still new, so I don't have a lot of criticism. Um, and I actually got criticized earlier this week and for, like, messing something up. And I was like, I don't, I agree that I messed up. However, I have a counter. And my boss was like, what? And I was like, I have a counter. And he was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Love it. So, yeah, no, I, I think, like, words of affirmation are, like, nice when you do a task that maybe took you a while but it is nice coming from like you said a person in a different department because like you don't see them every day so when they reach out to you it almost means more because they're going out of their way to do it like they're recognizing like how you helped them yeah so I agree with that I think that would mean more to me too yeah yeah for sure that's so funny though I never connected them I never connected yeah and now that I'm thinking about it like my favorite love language 
I guess in life, anything, like relationships, romantic or friendship, whatever. Yeah, not necessarily acts of service, kind of, but it's more like a perfect example is like, hey, I saw this, it reminded me of you. And either they send me a picture or they Uh, buy it and then give it to me and they're like, you mentioned this one time, I remembered it. Like active listening and then like actions attached to that. Yeah. I love that shit. That's amazing. I yeah. think the, the thing that, like, made me start to connect all those things was I remember I was sitting... Actually, because I learned about love languages mm-hmm. in a professional workshop. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's how I... That's when I learned. I was in a... It was a woman group professional workshop in D.C. Cute. Period. And so that's when I learned about love languages because she was tying in, like, you know, you know, she did tie in like relationships and work mm. and family and all those type of stuff because those are all pillars and that's important in our lives especially as young females and stuff our jobs are important but like yeah you know outside of work we are going to be work talking about like oh this boy said this blah mm-hmm. blah blah or you know <laughs> you're going to call your parents and be like mommy daddy I need help with my rent mm. or something like yeah. like we're, we're going to have conversations all around so um, I learned about love languages in this workshop remember her name is Emily Nice. I think she, I think she had this. I think it was called Boss Lady. I was trying to find it. Shout out to everyone. Um, <laughs> and stuff. Doing but God's work. I think the thing that really hit home and why I really started connect them all is that one way that like let's say if you never take the test, mm-hmm. one way that you are if you at least know it, one way that you can tell what your love language is is how do you perform love like on other people? Like how mm-hmm. do you show appreciation mm-hmm. to other people? And, like, for me, like, let's say, like, one thing I like, Anthony, I will, like, if I'm going to come in early or whatever, if I'm going to Starbucks, if I'm mm-hmm. going to Starbucks or Panera or whatever, like, I'm always going to, like, text Anthony and be like, hey, Anthony, like, going out to Starbucks, you need something, whatever, or if he doesn't respond fast enough, that I might call his girlfriend and be like, hey, I'm at Starbucks, what does he like? Mm-hmm. Pick it up for him and then, like, surprise it to him at the office or whatever. Um... And stuff like that. And I do that to a lot of, like, friends. I do that to my coworkers, my friends, like, family members, that sort of stuff. That's just how I show, like, my appreciation for them being in my life or helping me out with the project or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I do the test, when I was in this course, and as it turns out, that's my number one thing because you kind of show, it's that whole statement of, like, treat others the way that you want to be treated yeah, type yeah. of type of scenario and that's when I was like oh wow all of this mm-hmm. connects blah 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 and yeah yeah no that's interesting, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. we really are just people you know yeah. <laughs> people going well, through, we're humans we're humans first like yeah oh yeah that type of thing like obviously work is one thing well and I think life is I think love languages like in this man, the, my 24th year of life has been, like, the craziest year of my life. I've had so many actualizations and realizations, and I really feel like, like, I've never really thought, like, when you, like, have friendships, like, you're dating your friends, right? Yeah. Especially if you're, like, in, like, a new city or, like, you're a young adult. Like, we meet new people all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you're dating those people. So, like, it's so fascinating to me that we have completely opposite Yeah love languages because they always say like you should date somebody that has similar love languages to you Mm -hmm. but like you can be friends with people Mm -hmm. who literally have the complete opposite love languages yeah i think it's just like understanding 
that person. Yeah. yeah. Like that. And like you make part of it. Yeah, like part of the conversation, like, you know, by dating, I'm, you know, talking to this one guy and we, you know, we're trying to, we're in this job, like, we, we're having trouble trying to, about, trying to communicate with each other. Yeah. And it's the conversations right now are just, like, as simple as, not technically, like, what is your love language, but, yeah. like, knowing what that person likes and how that person likes to feel appreciated and how I like to feel appreciated or whatever. And it's the same thing, like, you're talking about, like, conversations I should be, I should have with both, which I haven't. I've mm-hmm. had them with my friends, I've had them with people I'm dating, but I haven't really had them in the work environment yeah. of, like, you know, Bill's, and I can see it. I think he is one of, like, words of affirmation. Like, he does, I think he does strive well of, like, me coming up to him, like, hey, like, I appreciate what you have done and I appreciate the work and I thank you for like your mentorship and thank you for this and that like I think he responds very well to that and he thinks that like I might respond well to that mm-hmm. too so he's going to put that on me when I I don't respond as well to just like words of affirmation yeah. type of things and so sometimes it's like when I might be telling Becca I appreciate you I appreciate you I appreciate you mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like I walk out the door and I'm like okay Becca knows that I appreciate her and then I walk out the door and she goes to you Katie and be like Jody's been so mean to me lately like <laughs> 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 okay. I appreciate like, you I appreciate you but like maybe like she does but she just like, she doesn't hear right. what you're no actually that is so that's so funny stop being so fucking negative <laughs> Becca <laughs> Jill is the same way. Yes. Jill, like, only hugs me. And Jill, like, won't say I love you. I just got her to start saying I love you to me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks, Jill. Shout out to Jill. But, like, small stuff. Don't clean my whole fucking apartment. But but even when you... Okay, for example. For example. Yeah. For example. Like, I love that whenever we stop somewhere before they come over, because we always do it in my apartment, that they're like, oh, I'm at Target. Do you need anything? That's enough. Oh, right. That's all I need. Jody always does that. Yeah. She'll be at Trader Like, this morning, she was going to Trader Joe's to get orange juice. And she was like, I'm at Trader Joe's. Does anyone need anything? Nope. I'm good. Thank you. Like, that's enough. You don't need to vacuum my apartment. That thing, I, that do vacuuming, <laughs> I do love vacuuming, though. I do love vacuuming. You can vacuum my apartment. I will hundred percent. I actually, like... Come on over. We go downstairs sometimes and help with the maintenance and the vacuuming when they're too... I love vacuuming. You can definitely that is like my thing anytime you want. <laughs> I actually think vacuuming is like the most satisfying chore. Exactly. No, I hate it. Really? Laundry. I love laundry. Ew, I hate laundry. Yeah. I love laundry. Alright, we know that we should just combine our lives. Yeah, and we'll do our everyone bring chore. their laundry over to me. Yeah, yeah I'll vacuum. Oh, really? really? I like laundry. Yeah, I like doing laundry. Because I like to fold it, and it's all warm, and it's color-coded. Yeah, anyway, whoa, <laughs> that's crazy. That's brazy, bro. Brazy, bro. But, um, but yeah, yeah. We're back at, to back we're at, to imposter syndrome. We're at forty minutes, but basically just 
everyone feels imposter syndrome. It looks different ways for different people. Yeah. Depending on how you react to certain things or if you feel like maybe you don't have experience or if you feel like you're just not receiving the type of feedback that you need and maybe that's something you need to assess if that's not something that you've ever thought about or connected to. So we're all in the same boat. Even though everyone in this room and probably listening to the podcast is doing incredible things and very successful at their jobs, even if you don't feel like it. Yes. And just finding a way to effectively communicate, like we said, like, if Becca's boss knows that she likes those notes over, like, just verbal communication, like, it's crazy how that can motivate somebody to do better. Oh, yeah. Or... It's a good thing to talk about, maybe, if if you're not feeling appreciated in any aspect like just having that conversation because mm-hmm. it kind of feels a little silly but it can make a difference so. it definitely can make a yes. big difference yeah. Yeah. conversations in general conversations. and that's on period Yeah. conversate or get out Yeah. have conversations because no one is a fucking mind reader and knows exactly what you fucking conversate want. is in the real world right that's conversate like, is a word which one is the one that I think that's a verb which, which one is a word no there was one I converse like the shoe? Wait, no. I feel like there was one that like people used to be like, that's technically not a word. Converse and converse is spelled the same way? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I need to. <laughs> is that what they thought of when they made the brand? I gotta do some research. I don't know. Converse and converse. I'm pretty sure it's the same word. Oh my god. Is that why? Well, it's, a bas- well, it's like a walking and versus talking. And they made it as like a basketball shoe. I don't know. I'm not we really need to sure. Do some research. I'm gonna do some deep diving. But. Anyways. Anywho. Have um, a good week. Yeah. And hope you can have some meaningful conversations. conversations. Tidbits. Tidbits. Take whatever you can from this beautiful Saturday mimosas and apple. She looked it up. She did look it up. Well, con- converse and converse is both the same. Okay. Conversate is like a slang version of converse. Is so it? Like, Conversate's so not in the dictionary? Com- conversate is not in the dictionary, but it's a non-standard verb. It was, was, you're supposed to be saying converse, mm. but then we like... Wow, it's so crazy. I feel like conversate's more... Yeah, con- yeah, conversate, we say, everyone says conversate. Yeah. So then that's where this has been a huge battle. Like, is that technically a real word or not? But it is but in the dictionary. Is. Um, okay, but is that Miriam or Oxford? Probably Miriam. Miriam. Mm-hmm. She's one of Poor Oxford. I love Oxford. Oxford's cool. I'm team Oxford. Really? Out of Miriam? Mm-hmm. Wow. Just because he's British. I feel like, didn't we learn about Marion Webster at lunch? Wasn't Parker, like, telling us, like... Oh, yeah, he told us something. Uh, something was short for something, and I had Marianne. no idea. Oh, yeah, the, 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 he told us the re- long word for recap. Oh, recapitulate. Yeah, recapitulate. The fuck? <laughs> Who the hell ever... No, like that's fake. You know what? I really have a bone to pick with dictionaries because who decided to put every single word in a book? And who who wrote the definitions? Yeah, we had a whole lunch conversation. Am I conspiracy theorist? Potentially. No, I'm a conspiracy Who wrote theory. the definitions Don't of those get me words? Started Why did we decide theories. that that was I'll that? sit here. Area 51, that's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. All right. We're I think done. We need to go because it's going to get dark. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs>